Sorry, Joe Bud, from the Buckies and Waller. This is the Rorschach, Georgia update from the 29th of December, 2022. Quick summary of what's going down in Georgia. Russia is considering canceling its visa policy for Georgian citizens, quote, if the necessary prerequisites exist, end quote, according to what the Russian Deputy Foreign Minister Mikhail Galuzin said in an interview with the Russian government news agency TASS on Monday the 26th. Galuzin said that despite the absence of diplomatic relations, Russian-Georgian cooperation is developing. Deputy Minister also added, for 11 months of the year, the trade turnover increased by 1.5 times compared to the same period in 2021 and exceeded $2.2 billion, along with trade, tourism, and the number of remittances are also growing. Galuzin also noted that the restoration of diplomatic relations between Russia and Georgia depends on Tbilisi itself. There was no comment from the Georgian government. Speaking of Russia, let's recall a major update from The Hague. The International Criminal Court in The Hague completed its investigation of war crimes and crimes against humanity committed during the 2008 Russian invasion of Georgia. The Hague did not charge any Georgian ordinary military or high-ranking official or officer with crimes against humanity or war crimes. The court decision seemed fair for the government of Georgia. Leaders of the former government said that they were not expecting anything different. Expert and former state minister for reconciliation and civic equality, Pata Zakarishvili, said to the media that only one already dead Russian general and three Ossetians would be punished. Case was closed so everyone could sleep peacefully, both in Moscow and in Tbilisi. Most importantly, various conspiracy theories and Kremlin disinformation operations about one major issue came to an end. Georgia did not start the war in 2008. The Catholic and non-Orthodox Christian, largely Protestant community celebrated Christmas. Many politicians and celebrities shared season's greetings, best wishes. But one of the letters was particularly nice. Malchaz Sangulashvili, head of the Evangelical Baptist Church, wrote an open letter, which is unfortunately so far only available in Georgian, but it's truly worth reading. Sungulashvili named the letter, quote, who has time for God, end quote, and questioned why we should believe or search for God when so much unfairness is happening around us. You can check out the letter in Georgian with the link in the show notes. Sadly, soon after his letter went viral on Tuesday the 27th, the car of a family member of Sungulashvili was damaged. The car window was broken with a brick. Incident occurred in the village of Dihomi, a Tbilisi suburb. While no clear motives are known yet, notably the Christmas sermon from Songulashvili extensively circulated around social media, differs significantly from the Georgian Orthodox Church narrative. Moving on to Misha's case, while the former president is still in jail, several MPs from the national movement started a hunger strike with a request to hashtag free Misha. One of those MPs was Anna Tsidlidze. However, after 12 days on Monday the 26th, she stopped this severe form of protest after her health became endangered. Along with Tsitlidze on Thursday the 15th of December, two more members of the party, David Kirkitadze and Abdullah Ismailov, started a hunger strike. And on Friday the 16th, Temur Janashia joined them. All three of them have already stopped their hunger strike due to the deterioration of their health. On Saturday the 24th, 562 women appealed to the president of Georgia Salome Zurabashvili to pardon Misha, to use the constitutional levers at her disposal, save the life of the third president, and protect the European perspective of Georgia. The Droa party, together with 562 
Women addressed a letter to the president with the goal of saving his life, George's European perspective, civil accord, and the possibility of peace. According to the signers, the letter does not come from any political party. Predictably, there are some people who are actually interested in keeping the former president in jail. On Wednesday, the 28th, the relatives of Buta Robachidze, Sulkan Molashvili, and Georgi Gamsledlidze announced at a press conference that they would be protesting against Misha's release. They also encouraged other victims of the United National Movement to join the rally in front of the president's office. Butorobahidze was 19 years old and was killed by high officials of the police in 2004. Guram Donadze, former interior ministry spokesperson, and Zurab Mikadze, former chief of patrol police, were convicted but have been released after the court approved a plea bargain deal between them and prosecutors. Sulkan Molashvili was found guilty of abuse of power during his time as the head of the state audit agency under Shevardnadze, concealing a crime and misappropriation of public funds in 2004, shortly after the Rose Revolution, through which the Natsebi took office. He was sentenced to nine years in prison. He spent four behind bars, was released in 2008 under a motion of Patriarch Ilya II. Molashvili is recognized as a victim of the Natsebi government when the European Court of Human Rights acquitted him in 2014 after it was found that the former government abused his human rights. However, shortly afterwards in 2016, he passed away. President Zurabashvili came out at the gathering and addressed the participants of the rally. She said extensive bullying carried out by the Georgian Dream or Otsneba leaders and their supporters was unacceptable, adding that she would make decisions only in favor of the country and not for political party. Moving on, the Prime Minister Irakli Kharabashvili said Georgia could invest $10 billion in the development of Abkhazia and South Ossetia, or Samachablo as it is officially known in Georgia. The Prime Minister, who presented the 2022 report on the government's work, said that the budget of occupied Abkhazia amounts to $200 million. It is fully subsidized and that this is a missed opportunity for Abkhazians and Ossetians. On Tuesday, the 27th, the prime minister also said that the progress has been achieved in the country in the last 10 years and that it was only thanks to Otsneba. Prime Minister hilariously highlighted the association agreement, free trade, visa-free regime, official application for EU membership and European perspectives as some of the major milestones of the country. It's worth taking a look at the 2022 report. Link in the show notes. More on performance reports. There's tension in the Tbilisi City Council before the capital's mayor, Kaki Kaladze, started presenting annual report. Civic activists brought a banner with the inscription, Corruption Kills, to the session of the city council, but those present did not allow it to be unfurled. And after everyone calmed down, another argument started. Irakli Edzgveradze, a deputy of Natsebi, confronted Kote Zanadze, deputy of Otsneba, of the city council. The controversy was preceded by a statement of Zarnadze, who said during his speech that the coach of the Georgian national freestyle wrestling team, Georgi Iantbelidze, didn't deserve to be called a zonder by the opposition. Somehow illustrative Georgian slang usually used to define a politician with muscles who's able to get involved in fights if needed. Anyway, moving on. On Tuesday, the 27th, the Georgian Deputy Economy Minister Mariam Kvirichvili said one of the leading Chinese airlines, China Southern Airlines, would resume its regular direct flights to Georgia from 2023, highlighting China as one of the priority destinations for the Georgia tourism section. 
She also noted that regular flights on the Urumqi-Tbilisi-Urumqi route would begin from January 2023 with flights to be operated every Friday until the 25th of March. And that's it for this week. End of the year is a great time to think back and to think forward. Something we are very focused on here at Rorschach, all these things we talk about each week. Why did they happen? What consequences will they have? Thanks again for listening. May we all come together in 2023 in peace and in joy. Happy New Year. Nachwandis. Nachwandis.